If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to CMO Moves, the podcast that uncovers the human side of game-changing leaders. Hear their incredible journeys, the moves that they've made, and how they got to become leaders of some of the world's most exciting brands. We hope you enjoy their stories, their advice, and take away some tips and inspiration for your day. Enjoy the show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome, everybody, to CMO Moves. My name is Jabari Hearn. I am the SVP of Marketing at Westbrook Media. Welcome. And wait a minute. I guess Jabari has now taken over CMO Moves. I just invited him to be a co-host, but here's here's what we got. Jabari, thank you so much for joining me. How you been? I've been great. Thank you for having me. It's good to be back with the crew. So last time Jabari and I got to catch up, it's been a while. He's since relocated. You're in LA now. Tell us about your move and what you've been doing over at Westbrook. Yes, I'm back in sunny Los Angeles where I feel at home, uh, where my family is, where I I got married. I feel like I finally have roots back someplace. Uh, And we've been doing amazing things at Westbrook. I just hit my year mark at Westbrook. Uh, in October. So it feels like things are flying by. Uh, hopefully you've been watching the the entertainment news, but we've been busy. Mr. Will Smith has been busy and we've been really growing our business and our, and our, and our reach uh, at Westbrook. Yeah. Super exciting. So what do you, what do you have coming up that you, that you're allowed to talk about that you can share with us? What's going on? Well, the thing I'm most excited about <laughs> and the thing, like the reason actually I, I came to Westbrook and I was so excited to come to Westbrook was to launch our first television series, Bel Air. It is a reimagining of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but through a, a dramatic lens. 
and uh, we just released our first trailer a couple of weeks I ago. I saw the trailer. Yep. Of energy and excitement. And we will be launching this series on Super Bowl Sunday, which is, nice. uh, you know, we're, it's L.A. Super Bowl. But I'm trying to tell everybody it's it's a Bel Air Super Bowl. So nice. Oh, that's exciting. Very yeah, cool. We're really excited. And what's maybe one thing you've learned about Will Smith over the course of the past year that you didn't know? You probably know him as, you know, really funny, super talented and even like really inspirational, but he is also one of the hardest working men in show business. Like this gentleman is busy nonstop with film, television, games, social. Um, He is into everything and I'm loving being a part of the ride. Well, can't wait to see what else you guys have in store and excited to check out uh, the the new show. So this is a special episode of CMO Moves. We're talking about what keeps CMOs up at night? And it's no shocker. I, I put a post on LinkedIn and no surprise, their people is the number one thing keeping CMOs up at night, right? Retaining Absolutely. your talent, keeping your team engaged. The second answer that came up is keeping up with the pace of culture on the outside. So two sides of culture and With that being such a big focus, that's going to be our anchoring theme for this year's CMO Move Summit, which we're super pumped about. We have East Coast happening May 19th, and then we're going to be coming over to Jabari's hometown. Maybe he'll host us at his house in October in LA. We're going to to have the West Coast Summit. So look for more on that. We'll be diving into these topics of, of culture on the inside and the outside. But for today's episode... Let's let's dive in. We pulled some quotes from the past six or seven episodes of CMO Moves to give you a flavor of what keeping what's keeping these CMOs up at night. So up first, um, we have Stephen Tristan Young, CMO of Poshmark, followed by TJ Abrams, who's the CMO of Exos. Let's hear what they had to say. It's making sure that our teams are engaged, that they're happy with what they're doing. I know that I know when I'm feeling burned out. And I said, if I'm feeling burned out, I'm sure they're like three times as burned out. And what can I do to either show my appreciation or demonstrate that maybe we could do something to slow down a little bit? I do think that's what keeps me up. And I, and I was like, am I being present enough in that all the time? Because I know that I'm constantly being pulled by driving results and, and driving productivity. And if I think about it, the entire pandemic has increased productivity by 20%, simply just because people are online, but everyone's on at nine o'clock in the morning, right? right? Makes it harder to, to shut off. Maybe hard to shut up, maybe. And yeah. even this, if you think about the extra 10 minutes we used to have to like have a discussion before meetings, nope, 902, oh, you're late. <laughs> like, it's a constant pressure. I'm worried that I'm not doing enough to show my appreciation, to help relieve burnout, and to make sure that they're also feeling engaged in the work that they're doing, and that they see the, the greater purpose that once we go back in the office, this will all be for the right reason. I think anchoring into what we do as a business and why how we're helping sellers is always important for me. So I think that keeps me up at night because all the other stuff, like the details around like privacy, budgets, I feel like those will sort itself out. But ideally it's like, you know, I can't deliver on my promise for the business myself. I have to deliver it through my team. And if my team's not feeling like engaged and I'm having attrition issues, that's what keeps me up at night. And then having to constantly fill that pipeline means um, how do you balance all that? Yep. And I think to what we saw, said about earlier, how do we not just get diverse, but also think through people that might have different experiences? Um, you know, I tend to have a lot of people also here in the West Coast, which is a very competitive market. How do we think about being open to remote? Answer is simply, and it is, it's my people. I constantly, in a remote and virtual environment, recognized that I recruited the best of the best, but in order to keep them, we, we've got to continue to make sure that we're operating with really high EQ. 
meaning I, I, I understand and we can meet people where they are. We can be flexible to your kids' school clothes for a week. And now you're trying to figure it out, right? In the midst of delivering for a brand launch. But more than that, we enter every year for us as a reset. And it's a new opportunity for us to do our best work. And so I'm constantly thinking about how I'm preparing an environment that allows my marketers to show up and do um, their best work day in and day out. So that for me in, a, in an environment which is still not clear how what post-COVID will look like is it, probably the thing that, that keeps me up most right now. Okay, so Jabari, let's talk about burnout because I think it's easy to say, you want to lead by example and show your teams that they don't have to work around the clock and they, you know, they can create boundaries. But when we as leaders have a hard time doing that, it's hard to expect your team to do that. So what's that like for you? Burnout is super real. You know, it feels like people are always on nonstop. The pressure hasn't, hasn't relented. Um, and businesses are still thriving and, and, and their expectations have never been higher. And so like we talk about at Westbrook, not, work-life balance, but more like work-life rhythm. You know, there's this sort of ebb and flow of life and work that you have to get into a rhythm with, you know, and luckily, because we're all working at home, you know, um, we've been empowered to start to create our own schedules to make sure that we're getting our priorities done, but that we're also taking care of our family, taking care of ourselves, both mentally and physically. So I've been using my calendar to really, you know, keep that that flow and that balance really well. For yeah. example, today, uh, my son has a basketball game and it's at 3.30 in the afternoon, but I knew it a while ago and I blocked it out and I scheduled my week around, um, you know, making sure I can get all of my key meetings done, but I can also go and see my son's eighth grade basketball game. The calendar is such an understated thing. I think we've yes. all been trained to despise your calendar. You hear that ding and you're just like, oh, you want to throw your laptop through the window. But I think in this year for myself, I've come to realize it's a tool that can help me create boundaries. And I think that's so important. No matter what level you are, everybody deserves the right to create their own boundaries. And I love the work-life rhythm, Jabari. That's so good because that rhythm is different for everybody. It really is. And it's important. Some people like to work out in the morning. So like, I'm going to block my mornings, but I'm going to work till seven on Mondays and Wednesdays, as an example. Yep. And I just really, you know, make sure that my team is super clear, like what's important to you, make sure you're getting those things blocked out in your week. You know, I told my team to make meetings with yourself. Yeah. Like, how are you going to get work done? Set a meeting. I, I set a meeting for myself at noon every day, which is why I'm able to be here today. Yeah, uh, exactly. I can block out. I can return phone calls. I can eat. I can help my kids with school. I can go for a run, a walk. I can go out to in and out which I wanted to do today. Um, but you now can control your calendar by setting small little 30 minute, one hour or even three hour meetings with yourself. Yep. And I think it's also important, like the flexibility is great, but also as leaders to be mindful of how that affects your team, not letting that trickle effect where if you're working late, then everybody else has to work late. We have to respect, I think, each other's boundaries. And that's going to be the hardest part as we move into this hybrid work model is like just setting up boundaries that work for you and also the rest of your team without trickling down in a negative way. Yeah, um, and not be afraid to share those boundaries with exactly. your team, teammate, right? You'd be surprised how open they are to your life and lifestyle. Yep. So uh, let's go on to the next couple of clips here and, and we're going to switch gears and talk about the other side of culture, the external side. We have a couple clips here from Kate Hewitt, who's the CMO of Bombus, and Carl Laredo, the CMO of Wendy's. And I think it's pro- probably 
two things. One is just how rapidly the landscape is evolving and making sure that we're on top of and ideally ahead of those changes. So are we adapting fast enough uh, to respond to the changes in, in customer behavior and expectations? And the second is a little bit of what we touched on before, which is it's an incredibly competitive talent market. How do I make sure that I'm attracting and retaining really phenomenal talent? And also, how do I make sure that the people that are on my team are really thriving in their roles, both in terms of, are they happy and are they having the impact that they're most able to have? Because I think there's fewer things as demotivating as feeling like you're being underutilized or that you're, the things you're great at sort of aren't having the impact that they could be. It's been quite the ride. And as I mentioned at the onset, I feel like I've probably had 10 years of CMO experience over the course of the last couple. Expectations have never been higher. How about that? And particularly in the world of Wendy's, as an example, a lot of things have shape-shifted over the last two years that we certainly had on a plan and knew we were going to get after, but have evolved probably 10 years in two. And digital and delivery is probably the best example of that. In a world where my mom certainly wasn't ordering Uber Eats or picking up the Wendy's app to place her order before she rolled in or walking into a restaurant and using a QR code. By the way, can we just pause for a minute on the fact that QR codes are back and it's like 100% yes. because of COVID? It's pretty fascinating. It is. But but the idea of that is mainstream now, right? And so the engagement associated with it and the expectations couldn't be higher. Pretty much anywhere you go right now, lines are longer. We've got you know, some challenges with regard to the overall workforce and, you know, making sure that folks have jobs that they're passionate about and willing to come in and go to work. And I saw a great easel one day and it said, a lot of people didn't come to work today, be kind to the ones that are. And so I think those are some of the things that all of us are working through, whether you work in an office building to the likes of working in a restaurant. And so balancing super high expectations from consumers to, the realities that we're all fighting through and candidly folks that have had a really rough couple of years, all those components, like finding ways to continue to to keep folks motivated and exciting, whether they're one of our great team members at the restaurant, all the way to my team, that certainly is on my mind because we're in the people business. We're delivering for people outside and we got to make sure we take care of the people inside. So I'd say digital and our people are some of the biggest things that we're having to roll fast on the digital side Mm -hmm. and make sure that we think differently about our teams and and how we're taking care of folks too. Okay. So, so culture on the outside, as we said in the beginning, we know there's, there's two sides of this culture coin, both very important for CMOs today to, to not only, um, have a handle on, but really be thinking ahead. And, you know, I love how Carl said that he feels like he's had 10 years of CMO experience just in the last couple. And I think, I don't know, Jabari, can you relate to that? Absolutely. I mean, you know, if you're a CMO or you're in marketing, you you know, you are uh, on top of the rhythm of your consumer and your consumers are part of a culture and culture has been moving so fast uh, in all sectors of life that, you know, you really have to stay on top of things and really have to um, be listening to all the different signals that are out there for you to understand where things are going, where the world is moving, where culture is driving. And so if you're going to be, you know, a a great CMO, you're going to try to be ahead of that culture and try to drive that culture. And I, I can't tell you, it's just like driving a car. If you're driving towards a culture and that culture is moving at the speed of light, you're in for one heck of a ride. So, so how do you, 
How do you think about that? I think that's the interesting part of marketing is understanding where culture is going. Like that's the fun part. And I think that um, if you know yourself and you know your audience and you know your brand really well, you're not chasing after all corners of culture, right? You really understand where your brand or product or consumer fits within the big culture context, right? And so you're able to be a lot more focused into where your attention needs to be uh, focused on. I love that. And I love how you even said fits into culture, because a lot of times I feel like it's this, um, how do we insert ourselves? I think that's always the not a good sign. If you're asking the question of where do you, where do you play? It's kind of, it should come right. more natural. Um, and Absolutely. that's something I uh, highly recommend you guys check out Carl Laredo's full podcast, because we all know Wendy's sassy personality that comes through on social quite, quite prominently. And he says, brands always ask us, how do we do what you guys do? And his answer is don't do what we do because it might not fit what you guys should, you know, it's not your brand culture, exactly. your brand ethos. So staying yeah. true to that is um, super, super critical. I mean, at Westbrook, we like to say we help conversation starters join the conversation. And for me, culture is a conversation that is happening, right? And so you have to understand where where you fit in that and what's your role in that conversation, even what's your voice as a mm -hmm. part of that conversation all really matters. If you haven't figured that out, you can put your foot in your mouth really quickly. I think that's the perfect tee up to the next two clips. We have Kenny Mitchell, CMO of Snap, and Linda Lee, CMO of Meals and Beverages for Campbell's Soup Company. So let's, let's hear from Kenny first. We as a business and my team as an extension have a ton of opportunity in front of us. And how do we make sure that we have the right focus? Mm-hmm is something that is constantly and consistently on my mind. We run the risk of seeing opportunity, and there could be great opportunities, just like wonderful, hey, maybe we focus here, maybe we focus here, because we see tremendous headroom for our business in different, right. different arenas, but we can't do it all. Right. So how do we prioritize and focus and get disciplined in a way where we, you know, we kind of load up the cannon and put our best efforts and our most meaningful resources against the three, four, five things that are going to have the greatest impact and not get distracted by the other opportunities or the other things that come about through the normal process of doing business. So that's one thing that definitely keeps me up at night. And it's something that I uh, constantly have to check myself on. Our, our team, we battle with it a ton. And uh, so, yes, yeah. that's one area. Another is our business is scaling. We're growing right now and have been over the course of the last few years. So how do I, as a leader, ensure that we maintain our culture and our working rhythms in a scaling environment that is largely virtual? At a macro level, there's, no, there's that phrase, you don't know what you don't know. That's the space that I'm constantly wondering What's my blind spot? What is it that I don't know that I don't know? So that's at a macro level. At a micro, kind of closer in level, we're all experiencing these shifting challenges. And those challenges are related to supply chain, to inflation, to labor, to there's a lot of of these challenges that all of us are experiencing through it's managing the business then through that and saying, okay, which ones are short-term that we're going to manage through 
but which ones are longer term that we need to then rethink and re-engineer aspects of our business so that we can maintain the health of that. For folks who like challenges and problem solving, I feel this time it really is requiring that on all fronts, on multiple fronts. All right. So I love his point here about the need for leaders to have the discipline to know when to play a role in shaping culture and how to keep your head on, right, about the things that you can impact and control and and not stress about the things that you can't. Um, That's that's also a good tee up for Linda's point. There's so much going on. We can't possibly stay on top of everything. So I think the message here, folks, is give yourself some grace. Uh, Don't don't try to stress about the things that are out of your control. I mean, look at all the issues we have going on, supply chain issues and um, labor requirements changing and, and things that are beyond our control um, as CMOs and even marketers. So what what are your thoughts, Jabari? Uh, well, first off, shout out to Kenny Mitchell, uh, one of the dopest CMOs out there. I really enjoyed what he had to say because I believe that um, discipline is so key, especially when you're uh, in a position where you can do a lot of things, you can insert yourself in a lot of conversations. Um, you may have a lot of money to spend on your brand and partnerships, but discipline is so key in that, you know, discerning when to move and um, when to hold them and when to fold them, you know, for lack of better words. But I love what, what Kenny had to say in that quote. And before we wrap, Jabari, thank you again for making the time to, you know, be here for this special epi. What what else? What's keeping you up at night? Is there anything besides team culture on the inside and outside that you would add? I'm always 100% focused on people, you know, and team and culture. I believe, you know, I I stole a quote from Virgil Abloh, rest in peace, recently, and he talked about a candle and he was holding a candle in his hand and he said, you know, I can focus on this candle and designing the most beautiful candle. But in reality, if I put this candle in an all white room on a white pedestal, it's a piece of art. But if I put this candle on the ground on its side near a dumpster, then it's a piece of trash. And so he said, I can focus on designing this candle or I can really focus on designing the environment in which the candle sits, which really spoke to me in sort of uh, a leadership manner mm-hmm. and the way I approach my leadership and team and that I'd have to create the environment in which my team can feel and perform at their best. And to me, that's all about culture, which is why yeah. I'm so excited to be a part of this episode. Couldn't couldn't say it better myself. Thank you so much. And we'll be bringing more content around this topic, more helpful advice and, and tips from leaders like Jabari and others that we featured today. So stay tuned. We have some really fun episodes coming up and thanks for being a listener and part of the community. Bye. Shout out to Heidi. Nice work. Great Woo-hoo. seeing my moves. And let's Good get seeing you, my person. friend. All right. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, we'd love your help in sharing CMO Moves with one of your friends or colleagues. And please also be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen. Better yet, leave us a review while you're at it. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content, so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? 
Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 